That's right. That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am really happy to be talking to you uh, as, you you know, just catching up on my post-Slovenia mishap. That's what I'm calling it. And, uh, you know, just... It's just nice to talk to you because um, I've been spending a lot of time uh, laying around, not being able to move. And podcasting, to a certain extent, you can do without having to walk around on your leg. So That's very true. So, yes. So it's, uh, it, you're calling it the Slovenian mishap? I was What popped into mind was the tumble in Trieste. <laughs> the tumble in Trieste, yes. That's better. It's because Slovenia had no part in this uh this mishap part and in fact my slovenian pal Ange uh really tried to talk me out of going to trieste the day before and i was like no it's going to be great he's like i don't think you you know you it's a big city and it's traffic and it's this and i'm like no nah, but it's like well, this is where captain von trapp served in the austrian navy you know, and which is true, actually. The sound of music is a true story. Oh yeah, so it, so <laughs> it was kind of a capstone of your trip to Salzburg. When yeah, you to Trieste. Yes, it was. Had so a, the moral of the story is always listen to Andre. Andre. That's yeah. the moral of this. Andre. Sorry. Yes, yes. Andre Tomich. If he says don't go to Italy, don't go. Just say yeah, you're right, and. Uh, he knows it because, of course, I texted him <laughs> from the hospital and said, well, you were right, and I should have stayed and <laughs> at least stayed in Slovenia. And he says, yes, Italy is always a mistake, which is not true. And Italians, please don't. I love them and I love your country. Uh, I just had a mishap and it was in Trieste. And for those of those listeners who might not have listened to last episode or last yeah last episode gene uh was spending a extended period of time in slovenia um also learning the language she took a day trip to trieste fell uh injured her knee and uh had to cut her trip short and return to portland and uh, have surgery so um that's what we're talking about and um last episode gene you told us kind of the story of what happened and what happened yeah um, but then we were also talking that uh, there's some kind of lessons learned that you have, um, just some things that maybe you hadn't thought about um, prior to this trip that you will probably be considering on every trip you take from now on out. Yes, from now on out, <laughs> I will. Uh, um, yeah, one of the things, especially that um, you know, occurred to me while I was in the hospital and trying to figure out how I would get home is that I hadn't really seriously considered getting travel insurance for this trip. And 
you and I talked about like, oh, here's last minute things like don't leave certain things to the last minute, like your passport, or getting your contact lenses, you know, prescription uh, updated, but don't, don't leave thinking about travel insurance to the last minute. um, Because it's complicated. And I thought about it. It's not that I didn't think about doing it. But I did like, a very brief mental, you know, calculation Mm -hmm. and decided it wouldn't be really worth it because I was thinking about the cost of my trip and whether I could afford to eat that cost if I ended up being sick and not being able to do the trip. But I did not think about at all what would happen if I was like seriously injured and in the middle of the trip and the big cost. I mean, there's the cost of, of healthcare, of course. Um, but there's also the travel of getting back home for surgery at home. And I'm not, this episode is not about, you know, everything I learned and what I will buy next time, because I did look into it a little bit, you know, once I got home, just curious about whether there was some obvious choice that I should have made. And there wasn't. Um, but the obvious thing to do is look into it for yourself. Because if you have some life threatening um, health thing that happens away from home, and maybe happens away from a hospital that can really treat you, there are, you know, some pretty nifty uh, solutions for that, that you should look into that aren't even like overwhelmingly expensive. Um, but that's mm-hmm. not even travel insurance. That's medical evacuation uh, service. And that's a different thing. But travel insurance and medical evacuation, put it on your long term checklist for a trip, you know, especially going out of the country and maybe, you know, think about wh- what would happen to you. It, it, I wasn't in a life threatening situation. I was in mm-hmm. uh, everything else, like mental health threatening situation. But you know, because I had to get home and I was in a lot of pain, and I have to have surgery, but I didn't have to have it on that day. Um, and that right. you know, that's one of the reasons I'm not exactly sure which insurance product would have been right for that, because or, or would I be covered? Because it was. They do say on some of the things I read, like, oh, if it's a simple fracture, you know, they fix you up and you go on with your trip. And I'm like, well, that wasn't going to happen. You know, (laughs) that was never going to happen. So, uh, you know, insurance isn't the panacea for everything. But I I didn't even really seriously think about it in the correct way that I should have. And so I'm just putting that out there to the listenership that, um look into that stuff and figure out the right thing for you. Find somebody who knows about it and uh, there are options and I should have at least known about them uh, or at least, you know, made a more informed choice than I did. Mm-hmm. So. And, and I have to say that like every time I have thought about travel insurance, it, it also has just gone through my mind of the, Oh, well, if something doesn't, if, if there's some reason I can't go on the trip at all, yes, I'll just eat the cost of the trip. It's not worth buying the insurance. But it never really even occurred to me until you brought it up, right, that, no, it's also like what happens if something happens to you while you're on the trip and you need medical assistance mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, where you're out of out of the country and what have you. So I think just your experience is certainly going to help me think about 
trip yeah. travel insurance differently. Um, and it's also the case that, you know, very often, uh, depending on like the credit card you use can sometimes have some degree of travel insurance yeah. associated with it. Um, so sometimes just what, like it can, right. it can be significant. There can be a significant difference just because you used one credit card instead of another to buy your ticket. Um, so looking into that, especially for a trip overseas, um, makes sense. So no, that's, that's a good, a good after the fact life lesson that I, I, I think I will definitely be looking at travel insurance, um, a little differently. Um, especially, uh, like traveling to Mexico in September. Um, um, we're both going to the release notes. I hope you're making I, it. I, yes, I do, I really can't say for sure that the, the you know I have to see where the recuperation is. Oh and yeah, that of course. I mean, sense. I'm not going to crutch it like <laughs> to Mexico. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I I've already flown 12 hours on a plane. Um, you know, to get home and I'm not in, I, I want to be in pretty good uh, ambulatory shape uh, if I'm going to get back on another airplane. Uh, I can understand. And that, that is like, you know, I, I mentioned it in the last episode, but, you know, that was a big cost to me. Unexpected was buying a plane ticket right away to get home. Um Mm -hmm. uh, that, as everyone knows, is not cheap and not cheap from Europe. And that might have been something that would have been covered somehow if I knew what I was doing. So, um, yes. Uh, anyway, whatever. It's just money. <laughs> uh, you only have two knees, but you can always make more money. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I alluded to a little bit was um, – the notion of like what to pack uh, if you're going on a day trip and obviously every day trip is different. And, you know, like James, you going down to Disneyland, um, you don't, you know what you're doing. <laughs> if something happened to you in California in the happiest place on earth, I, I'm not too worried that you would be well taken right. care of. Um, but if you're going to a strange city, uh, in, on your own, let's say, or where, you know, where think a little bit ahead. I didn't really think, I did think a little bit and I decided, no, I'm just packing really light. It's going to be fine. I don't want to overthink this day. Um, I just want to have a little backpack mm -hmm. with the minimal things that I need for a day, which would have been the perfect number of things had everything gone according to plan. Uh, but I did forget, it's like, so I think I've mentioned before, I have a little post-it note by my door for when I go out, mm -hmm. you know, like, do I have my water bottle, my charger, my, have I fed the guinea pigs? Have I, you know, um, do I have my wallet, mm -hmm. like for, for driving for Lyft, like if I want to go hop in the car and drive, do I have like the minimal things that I need to have? And I, w I don't have that in you know, Nubiana. And so one thing that I've totally forgot right. is I didn't bring my AirPods or my EarPods. And that would have been oh a huge help in the 24 hours of waiting Absolutely. room time. I did bring my Kindle 
So I was lucky there. And I, I have to say, the Kindle has really gone up in my, like, you know, affections because it's so dang portable. It doesn't run out of power. And uh, you can store, you can't <laughs> run out of books, you know, to, to read. And I had brought, um, you know, several books and I could just read them sitting there in the hospital in between. Right, right. Yeah. So, so that was, that was a plus. But, you know, everything is a trade off, obviously, you know, and it's nice to travel light. But I should have, I should have brought my contact lens case. And I should have, you know, mm -hmm. that was one where I was like, well, you know, because your, your contacts can always like get torn or, you know, something can get in your eye. And that, but that would have meant also bringing a pair of glasses with a glasses case, and that would have been a bigger bag. And then I was, you know, I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. And that, I think that was a more iffy choice that I should have just said, bring a slightly bigger bag <laughs> and, and bring these things mm -hmm. that will make a big difference if something goes wrong. And it doesn't have to be falling down and you know, messing your knee up, it could just be, you know, something happens, gets in your eye. And um, eyes, as we know, they're important, and they're very sensitive. So um, so that's, that's a couple of, you know, ha things I would, I, I would do differently or think about differently, the travel insurance, the packing. Um, I definitely... Um, benefit it from letting people know that I was in this emergency mm -hmm. situation, which was overcoming my instinct to not tell anybody because I don't want people to worry about me. But mm. yes, you're worried. Like there's there's people being worried about you because your flight is delayed for an hour, you know, or your seat you got bumped off your mm -hmm. plane. You know, I mean that stuff isn't great, but. Everybody doesn't have to worry right. about that with you. <laughs> but being in the hospital, <laughs> not being able to walk, and a foreign country is work is a kind of worry that people could help you out with. And you should, should maybe get over that feeling of like, I, I don't want to be a burden. Um, and, and that, you know, the corollary is if people offer you help, uh, take them up on it. Take them up on it mm -hmm. if if it's something that could be helpful. And, you know, in this case, my sister saying she was going to fly down and drive, and I didn't ask her to do that. I wasn't even angling for her to do that. I was trying to figure out how to do it on my own. But as soon as she said, what do you think of that plan? I just texted her back and said, that is the best plan ever. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because it, she she wouldn't have offered if she couldn't do it. And so... So there was that. I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been, you know, for me to say, oh, no, no, it's okay. I'm fine. I'll figure it out. I wouldn't have. I'd, I'd still be in Trieste right now if it weren't for my sister. And then my good friend, Oliver Breidenbach, who saw my tweet that I was in Trieste. And then he had my number because I had seen him in Salzburg, you know, a few weeks before. And he said, what if I drive down and pick you up? And I'm like, Wow, that would be like so awesome because I don't know how I'm getting out of here other you know without mm -hmm. somebody driving me out of here so so anyway, if I had medical evacuation, maybe I would be on some you know jet medevac 
jet, you know, to the US, but that's a different story. <laughs> but honestly, it was actually, it was way more comforting and, you know, for me to have a sister and a good friend take on the burden and help me. And even though it was for a bad, you know, reason that we had to do this road trip, we kind of had fun on the road trip, you know, because mm -hmm. it was kind of funny and weird, like what we were doing with trying to get me. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So. And, um, yeah, and I would say that, uh, like we were talking before the show, and it, if somebody offers help, usually it's because they actually would want to give you help. It's, <laughs> yeah. They're not just being polite. Right. right? Because it would be it would be easy enough not to offer if you really didn't want to whatever drive down from somewhere, yeah. and um, yeah, knowing that you know family members or friends that genuinely care for you, yeah. right? It, accept their help, especially when it's something like, um, especially when it's something like pretty major, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, suddenly being unable to walk and needing medical attention when you're alone in another country that's a pretty big deal yeah. right that's that's not a small that's not like oh you know i lost my iphone <laughs> which you know you could get some help like that would be an area where somebody could help you out too um but you know it's actually that would be kind of a bad, a bad thing to happen on a trip too but um nowhere near as bad as as not being able to like not having mobility not speaking the language of the medical the people providing you medical service needing to get home um sometimes it is tough because you don't like i know it sounds like for both of us our initial like our initial uh, reaction is we don't like you don't want to be a bother to other people mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to handle this myself and um, but yeah being open to help from other people is um, is a very good what's the word it's kind of a good mental uh, it's a good mind frame to be yeah. in being able to accept help and at the same time being able to provide help yeah. right cuz the way to think about it is like would i be like is this on, like if some if one of my friends was in trouble in this way like i'd probably be you know if i could yeah i would like be able to help them out so and i would kind of feel good for helping yeah them. so you would Kind of, if you if you don't let people help you out, you're kind of denying them a chance to, you know, feel good about helping somebody <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, I always try to think of that. That uh, you know, that is a good thing. I would like the opportunity to help other people. I know that I I benefit from that. My you know, equally as much as helping the person, I and you know enjoy or you know appreciate the being able to help and giving other people that opportunity. Um, and I know I either, I texted you, you know, yeah, if there's anything I, I can do, please let me know. But, but I mean, I'm sitting in California thinking like, there's probably absolutely nothing of value <laughs> I can do except send, you know, good wishes. Yeah. Right? And maybe, no, I don't. It was good to get your text actually. And I, I hope I replied to it. Um, Okay. Oh, you did, yeah. Because, you know, it was like that that feeling of like the, you know, 
I put this message out in the world and that, you know, I am here, I am here. And the world came back and said, we right. see you, you know, we, we might not be able to hop in the car and pick you up, but we were keeping an eye on you. And that as you know, meant that was meant a lot to me. And it means a lot to me that, you know, we have normally very di evenly divided responsibilities for this podcast. But in this case, I'm not able to do a lot of computer. I can't do any computer stuff right now. And uh, you have generously offered to, you know, take on the lion's share of the work on the podcast. And that's, I knew that you would, you know, I knew that you would when you said it. <laughs> I can't, I would like to, you know, if I can do anything. And I was thinking, yeah, I know that James can do something. It's just not right this minute. And well, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, and I know I, I'm really glad to have friends like you that I, I can rely on for stuff like that. And uh, yeah, if, I just want to take that like that sentiment and just go to the next level. The last thing that I wanted to talk about with um, this trip and my advice, if you find yourself in this, you know, very unpleasant circumstances where you're basically have no ability to get yourself out of them, at least right away, is that um, I found it very helpful to not dwell on how bad it was. At, in the emergency room part was pretty, you know, I would be happy if I never have an experience like I had, you know, of that 24 hours mm -hmm. again in life. But at at the time, I just like consciously said, I'm not going to sit here and tweet about all the stupid things I feel right now about how this treatment is going, because it's not going to do any good and it'll freak everybody out. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also, I don't need to be thinking about it that way. You know, it's that's complaining. I've already, you know, tried to put myself on a, a, a mental, you know, a frame of mind that complaining is you know, more likely than not, not the way to feel happy in the world. <laughs> and so, so mm -hmm. I didn't complain. And I also knew that the, because there was nothing I could do, all I could do was say, okay, I'm here. This is the present moment. This is the now that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it really worked. It really helped me to not lose my mind, which I could have easily gone the other and become a complete, you know, blithering, panicky, crazy person that they they right. say, oh, we have a different hospital for you. <laughs> exactly. So, you find yourself like yeah, yeah, completely sedated in a room somewhere. In a padded room. And, you know, so I knew I had to keep my keep my wits about me and not get irritable and and what could I complain about? I didn't speak Italian, you know. So. That's true. Well, you could have just been the ver the yelling <laughs> the yelling American woman in room three or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, don't be that person. Be the Zen person. I wouldn't say I was a hundred percent Zen or whatever. I don't want to use Zen in inappropriately here, but just that feeling of like try to have like a little mind like water, you know, attitude. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't um, that that was really helpful for me. I don't think I could have. 
I think 10 years ago, or, you know, certainly when I was younger, um, and more, more likely to kind of complain and lash out, you know, things mm-hmm. that, that I didn't like, or be really honest about things I didn't like, I, I might have, it might have gone poorly for me. But uh, something about having developed this frame of mind, it, it, it worked, you know, it paid off. And so I, I, and, and it carried through. So I see the pictures of me that my sister was taking, like at the airport and all this. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. just, you know, just on the edge of I've been, I haven't, I've been in an emergency room. I've been like, you know, traveling. I haven't had a shower. (laughs) And I think I look kind of good, though. And I think it's. But in those photos, actually, you look very happy (laughs) in the ones that I saw. It's like, oh, Jean. Like, and just seeing those, it made me feel like, you know, like whatever she's going through, it can't like it made me feel better about how you were yeah. doing to see those photos. Yeah. So, like, I know she's in pain, and I know this is not a great situation, but it seems like it seems like she's handling it. Yeah. Well, yeah, well. I think it comes you know through I mean? in your, you know, and your expression and just your inner, you know, your inner vibe. Mm-hmm. Your goes to your outer vibe. <laughs> And I, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. I never got so low that I felt like you know, just I, I. It wasn't. It was miserable, but I wasn't miserable. Well, that's great. So. That that's a great way of putting it too. Uh, well, are there any other uh, <laughs> any other things you would like to share with the audience? Well, yeah. you know, you've been through quite an odyssey. Yeah. So no, um, no, I went. We, I mean, we we could do yet another yeah. <laughs> episode because you know, no, there's plenty of plenty yeah. to talk about. Um, I agree, uh, and I just, I, I think I want to cap it off there with like, uh, you know, I, I've taken it now to the level of universal understanding <laughs> of how, <laughs> and yes. I, I feel like going back to something about travel documents is is not the way to end the podcast today. Well, in that case, it's time to wrap up this episode so we can all get back to the universal oneness of the universe <laughs> and getting things done. Yes. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog we, or Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. And uh, you can send us email at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it always makes us smile to know that you're listening and to hear your thoughts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun Come